Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Hey there. Four topics, 15 minutes each, just killing time, kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, please. Listen to us on RyeCast.com. Our guest today is a 30-plus year stand-up comedian, veteran by way of Alabama, now residing in New York City, HBO, CBS, NBC, Fox, Bravo, CMT, MTV, the History Channel, just about every stand-up <laughs> show on TV. He was a VH1 DJ and has his own Comedy Central half-hour special, as well as performances on The Late Show and The Tonight Show. Vic has been featured on nationally syndicated radio shows as well as several channels on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. And he gave me several amazing fluffy bath towels for a wedding gift, <laughs> which we love. And I thank Vic every day as I dry off my junk. Please welcome Vic Henley. Yes. Most, most importantly, we're the towel. <laughs> you can't go far enough in the goodwill it's, portion of someone's life. It's like VicHenley.com. Are the towels uh, soft? Vic Henley. Oh, my God. They're, they're amazing. So good. Oh, really? Yeah, they're crazy good. They're very expensive. He'll let you touch one. Well, it's like crazy. hotel quality? They're very expensive. Yes, it's absolutely. It's total over-the-top plush fabulous you oh, know shit. everybody should have one of it's these so towels. weird because when uh when i get a towel they all are good like the first and then this after you wash them oh it's no just these have been a year already yeah, and these oh, get even years? better as what, you what, it, what is it you know you, it's you, just a real fancy real? brand that no one would buy for themselves because they're too damn expensive yeah yeah but when you see them on the wedding list then you're like oh this is a perfect gift because no one would really do this it's nice. you think it's too much it makes me want to get married it's you know? literally the only thing i we really i really really want it makes me want to get married i'll get you a towel neil don't worry let's let's do Henley. <laughs> all right. Vic Henley, the smartest guy. I say this all the time. No. I've, first of all, not too many people you meet in New York from Alabama, but the smartest guy ever from Alabama, known as Vicopedia to a lot of people. <laughs> Is this a fluke? Are what you, you a fluke? Are you, you a mean? unicorn like the Chris Dab Porzingis of Humanity. It's something weird. It's just you know, I don't know. Or is there hope for humanity? There's yet? hope for humanity. Okay, yes, there good. is. You know, there's. Uh, I'm from a small place, and everybody is kind of limited, and so there has to be at least someone that can read. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so not that I'm that high. It's not that I'm that high up. It's just the bar was set so low in lovely Calhoun <laughs> County, Alabama. It's funny you say that because Neil and his act used to do this joke with him and Bethel. It'd be like, uh, you know, it's like, what was it? What's the score? What's a good score in Texas? What was your your SAT? Oh yeah, like seven hundred. Seven hundred. She goes, I got. He goes, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Bethel. I got a seven hundred on my SAT. And she's like, that stinks. No, that's a good score in Texas. <laughs> that's <So>. true. <laughs> that is true. Well, that's good. So uh, tell me some, give me like, when we think of Alabama, right? Right. We think guns, racism, football, country music, sweet tea, low IQ. That's it. That's, you're me, right. That's a good summation. Give me a better you were view. Born, when you were you know, born and raised. Where I, well, the, I can give you the, where I'm from, it's, it's actually, I was telling people, I'm from the northern part of the state. So the Appalachian Mountains run out in about 15 minutes from my house. And then yep. the rest of the state, you go the next seven hours towards Florida, it's just flat, hot, pine trees, nothing going on, not a lot of good terrain. So where I'm from, there's actually mountains and rivers and lakes. Oh, cool. So it's, that's the part that I would tell everybody. It's really, I had shit to do. I could at least go running around outside and go water skiing or go swimming or camping and do stuff like that. And then our little town wasn't really rural. There was a mall there. There's a lot of car dealerships and things like that. There was one private school. <laughs> one private school, the rest of it was public school. And uh, but our school, our city separated from everybody else in the county and did their own thing. And so it seems like I got of where I'm from. It was the smarter area of the idiot area, which is not saying a lot. It's saying that's a good score in Texas. It's the same. How far are you from the biggest city? I'm an hour away from Birmingham and an hour and a half away from Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm right in the middle on I-20. Okay. And so we had civilization. And the funny part now is we would always all want to go to Atlanta. And that only, was a big deal. Well, it's two or three million people yeah. instead of 400,000 people. Yeah. And it's only 20 more minutes. But no one from where I'm from, me, five or six of my friends, the majority of people went to Birmingham because Atlanta scared them. 
and uh, <laughs> too many black people, <laughs> too many black people just nope. scared them to death. Couldn't yeah. deal with that. But not really oh. that wasn't their main scare. Their, their, their two scares were you went from central time to eastern time, and they literally didn't enjoy doing the math. What? <laughs> that's, is that a bit? That's not a bit. That's that is so a, I've said this to people. It's completely true. <laughs> the two things that scared them the most were that and, you know, every city has a loop. You oh, know, like, right. so if, you're yeah, inter yeah. if your interstate is Interstate 10, then, yeah. like, around Texas at Houston, it's 6-6-10. Those six, are six, scary, ten. though. The loops are so, scary. So that, it, was, it was the 70s and the 80s, and yeah. so the, they, those hillbillies where I'm from couldn't get their head around <laughs> the loop, the loop yeah, yeah. and the time change. And oh, they would say, they're like, I get over there on that loop, and I'm going around, and I don't know where my exit is, and I don't know where to get <laughs> off. And then I'm trying to figure out if I'm going home. Is it 4 o'clock, or is it 3 o'clock? And I just, I'd just rather go to Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that, that <laughs> they just gave it up to go to another place. Yeah. Oh no, that God. totally makes sense for me because my my dad's my granddad was from in that Tennessee, Virginia area, right. and by the end, he just the life just became like screw it all, it's just too hard. I'll just sit in my chair and watch the Redskins and so, whatever. You so know, it makes complete that was a sense. lot of that. Yeah, it makes complete sense to me. I guess we did well. We could but, do we could do the math, and we we enjoyed the loop. But and you so were, wait, but we're you like, mean, well, I would rather go see the Jacksons because they're not coming to Birmingham. <laughs> so I'm gonna do the math and spend the extra twenty minutes and learn my exit off the loop and go see the Jackson's victory tour. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> so, oh wait, so when you're you were born and raised there. Yes. So when you guys go on a vacation, where was, was we it? would go to Florida. Oh, that, that was the, that, that was, was it. it. That, that was, was it. Thing. Like Disneyland or just hunting? Just to the beach at the Gulf, oh, just okay. to the Gulf yeah. of Mexico right there. Cause oh, we, we couldn't afford it. We, we saved up for years to go to Disney world. I was right. probably uh, 13 or 14 before we ever got to go to Disney World. Oh, wow. Six Flags was in Atlanta, Georgia. So that's like any Six Flags in America. Right. So you would go over there for the day and ride the roller coasters and do all that if you that's were lucky. Fine. You know, if you were lucky, yeah. that was a big, big trip. But and, did you have that mentality as a family, like growing up there, like, oh shit, they're not going to let us in this place, or like, you know what I mean? Like, we're from what? Alabama. We're no, like, no, no, because it's uh, all the same. Okay, it's okay. All, it's it's the it's the redneck Riviera when you went to <laughs> when you when you go to Gulf Shores, Pensacola, yeah. Panama yeah. City Beach, Fort Walton, yeah. anywhere across there. It's just hillbillies on vacation. I said, there's nothing going on. <laughs> so it's just, you know, fat people eating fried food with the wife beater on. Looking at the most beautiful blue water and white sand, yeah. it's absolutely good. If you take the people out of it, it's amazing. <laughs> it's like the it's Caribbean. different than parts of Long Island. Just you know, different accent. Yeah, it is a different accent. Sure. Yeah. The Jersey Shore, very yeah. similar. Oh, forget about very it. Very similar, man. I used to go down there with my ex-wife, and we I would just ride around Belmar and those little neighborhoods yeah. to see seven gigantic... <laughs> Italian Guido men sitting in an above ground pool, all, taking up every square inch of the pool. It's like it's just like nine pieces of stromboli crammed in one sack, you know. And it's the same. And I would just go up and down the street looking at because you don't even have room to turn around. Yeah, You're defeating the purpose after a certain. Well, that's point. why they show that show Jersey Shore. Yes. People are like, yeah, that's us. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 they're making fun of you. Yes, they they don't get it. Yes. They don't care, but you you experienced the clan down there too. Well, we I saw the clan when I was a senior in high school. Now that is a bit in my Damn. show uh, where I we were going to see Birmingham, Alabama. We were road tripping over to see Kiss, and we stopped to get some gas. And there were four old clan dudes having a. Uh, what we call it a, uh, a roadblock. They're standing out there. It's usually for the police department or the fire department right. or, or the Red Cross. Or wait, they got the fire. They got, the they, no, no, no. They they uh, they have their stuff on and they're standing <laughs> in the they're standing in a four way four way stop with a blinking line and they've got buckets and they're trying to get they're walking up to people to try to get oh, money to donate to, to, to donate to, to, the, to clan? the clan. Yes, <laughs> and, oh they would, and nobody's the, giving them. Now the good part is as shocking as this was when we saw this. Yeah, yeah. The funny part is watching everyone. No one's no people are rolling down the windows and throwing stuff at them you know they're not being well received at all is it? Okay. people are yes exactly yeah, people yeah. are lighting cigarettes on purpose just to flick them at them right. <laughs> you know so their idea didn't work at all but they're standing there they're trying to oh, they're hoping yeah, yeah. you know that's they're pretty hoping. ambitious just right it's, on the street too well, though, well, that's yeah you know what a friend of mine that was with us on this trip was black and so yeah he looked over and said immediately <laughs> uh you know i've got to have one of those hats and so we no. snatched we my friend had a trans am and we had the T-tops off the Trans Am, so we rolled it really slow next oh, to him and, and acted like we were going to give him a dollar to get the guy to come <laughs> over to the car. And then my black friend jumped up out of the back and grabbed the hood, and my other friend hit the gas, and we snatched oh, it off the Oh, you did get the Yes, and my black friend took it to school. And has a, he's in the high school yearbook holding it up and oh, like waving at the camera. Funny. 
And so, it's yeah, great. you're still on their hit list. Then the KKK hit. Well, list as my like, as my buddy pointed out at the time, the youngest one was was 88. <laughs> oh, okay. they're dead now. <laughs> he was yeah. he was the youngest one. And my one friend said, if we didn't have this concert to go to, I would whip all four of them's ass uh, just to yeah, make y'all good, laugh. I would. <laughs> he's a little bitty guy, but he's like, I guarantee you I can beat the piss out of these four guys because they're combined 720. Now, would years you old. ever go back there and live again? Or no, no, never. No, I would die. <laughs> I would knew die. I had to leave. Yeah. Everyone, when we would sit at the lunch table growing up and they would go well neil you know you know you're a teenager just like any other teenager in america what do you think you get married and have kids one day well i don't know what kind of job do you think you have lenny you think you'd work in computers right. or, and everybody else go well, i don't know i probably wouldn't mind having a couple of kids maybe get a job go on vacation what about you Vic? And i'm like if i don't get out of here i'm dead <laughs> all i know is if i don't get out of here i'm a dead man y'all can fantasize and extrapolate and hypothesize and talk about all these wonderful things you're going to do kind of if funny. i'm not out of here i'm dead and if i'm not dead i'm killing all y'all <laughs> it's funny oh that you knew God. that and none of the other everybody else doesn't know that but well a lot that. of people yeah, yeah. don't like to leave their you know in their area they stay close gina's whole family is still in reading they're you know Pennsylvania. my entire group left yeah. i hung around with the five or six guys and to this day uh, the ones that are still alive <laughs> a yeah. couple of us didn't make it but uh, no one lives there anymore. No one's ever had a job where they had a boss. Everyone has their own business or works independently. Oh, wow. So me and my group that ran around together, we gravitated towards each other. And we're, we're the only ones. We all have that in common. We've yeah. never had a job where we've had a boss. And none of us live there anymore. Wow. And uh, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hung out. I found the right people. That is great. Yeah. Your family went back, right? Your mom basically went back to the same area. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, they're they're from Virginia, so they went back, back to, to Virginia, Virginia, but not to the back to the small town, Big Stone Gap, no, Virginia. No, no, no. That's but a different close, thing. But close, yeah, they just, I mean, they couldn't go back there as a coal mining town. I mean, some of these, you know, going back to those kind of places once you've lived in other, you know, well, my, in big cities and stuff is is a tough, it's a tough thing. Yeah. Well, my sister, you know, Long Island. Yeah, but Long there. Island doesn't count. You're always what? next to New York City. It's oh, like a okay. mass. Long Island is as small town as it feels maybe out there it's you're you're so connected to new york city when you live in alabama or big stone gap virginia you're you're two hours from a, an airport like yeah that's true big no, stone gap true. virginia you you can't get there i mean you're really stuck in that it. is true we were my mom's still in the town i grew up my brothers moved an hour away they made the big jump to birmingham <laughs> right and uh and so they're still there but she's still in oxford alabama that's where i grew up she was in the house i grew up in until about 10 years ago and then the neighborhood started getting shady and we uh we sold it and built our new house you just posted a picture of your brother by the way while i'm on this he's a halloween oh that was his halloween costume <laughs> yes. or because you <laughs> he, he dressed himself up like he got one of the orange jumpsuits like he was picking up trash for community service and <laughs> okay. he bought him some billy bob teeth and oh brother. but it looked real and yeah it looked real really real completely real and you're what you write under there i wrote uh, i go my brother's had a couple of setbacks at yeah. least that's what, that's <laughs> and what, i believed it oh that's what we're calling it yeah and nobody even commented like I think Vic's not fooling around. Well, people, know. the things you put up, you, you know, right. I was somewhere with Ron White and them, and they golf at these very fancy country clubs. Mm -hmm. And it literally is a massive, it's like a door that would go in a castle. And it has this, this crazy big, massive wood carving of deer and everything. So I took a picture of it with my phone and put it on <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. And I'm like, I've been working. I started with a... <laughs> two carving knives and, you know, oh, no, and, and everyone thought they're like good job Vic. wow we can't believe you took up woodworking that's amazing yeah, that's funny. there's so no dumb. way in hell if you look at this dude, yeah but, i did this but that's how facebook works you probably put it up and about 20 people are like i'm gonna go out and get do what i want to do finally vix inspired me they're like that's it like yeah you probably lie woodworking all right we got two minutes left in this segment so let me ask you this you've worked with everyone now Vic yeah, yeah. knows everyone everybody you know everybody no you have the best stories of anybody that's what Foxworthy Ron White Madigan Lewis Black you know you worked on OP Radio you were you've you've met everybody well, Rosie O'Donnell got me my job as the VH1 VJ now, I wasn't even that good friends with her but that's how I got that yeah. gig I ran into her at one of the clubs one night she goes oh I just recommended you for something do you yeah. believe in that who it's who you know in this world I mean you gotta work hard and everything but you get a little lucky but who you know has helped me more sure than and if you're easy to deal with, it's not That's only true. who you know, but who do you know, and are you easy to, to deal, deal with, with yeah. and do they perceive you as to be easy to That's deal with? That's true. That's it's, true. You can, you can know a lot of people, but if you're still an asshole, nobody's going to ask you to do anything. Quickly, is there anyone that you haven't worked with that you want to work with? Oh, God. You know, when George when George Carlin was alive, yeah. I would have loved I ran into him in an airport, and I got to go up to him, and I met his daughter years later. And so it would be probably somebody like that. You, you, you know, yeah. All right, anybody alive? Alive, <laughs> alive. You know, I think it would be cool. I heard a couple of years ago, Mario Joyner's usually opening for Chris Rock, yeah. and I know Chris. 
And uh, and he was Jordan was not going to be able to do a couple of dates, and and I saw Rock at the cellar. He he was considering letting me do some of those shows with him. And yeah, I, that, at the Beacon, I just that saw been, that. I'm at the Beacon tomorrow night, with, uh, Friday night with Ron. Ron but yeah. uh, but I I was really flattered and happy. And I later that night, I'm like, I don't even care if I ever get this or not now. But it at least let me it let me know that I, that I still like things, that things are still enticing to me. Something like that to go on tour where nobody would expect me to be there. If I walked out there in front of Chappelle or Ron right. <laughs> or yeah, somebody, like, wow, you know. I'd, I'd, I would love it if you know if Sandler. I would do something in one of the stupid Sandler movies. I think that would be cool too because go. I know him, so that would be fun to to, to work, work with a friend that. and do something silly like that. And then he gives everybody like a Maserati. Or I didn't something. know that. No, no. He gave, <laughs> on one of those uh, movies, he gave everybody like a convertible See? or something like that. Oh, man, go. I didn't say. What do you mean, like everybody that works everybody in the film? Got, yeah, like well, like the Oprah, big, the big ones, the, like the big, even the background extra guys. No, no. You don't. <laughs> just sorry, just all right, we're done. Good try, Neil. All right, the second uh, corner we're going to do today is... Um, that went fast. I know. Well, Vic Vic is... I could literally, I literally have like another 25 things for Vic. That we, we got an do. hour. We, we could do an hour well, on just Alabama. Vicky, we're going to have Vic back a lot because yeah. Vic is so... Whatever. It's so it's just fa- it is. You got <laughs> stories not. about everything. I wanted. I almost created a game where I pick like things from a bowl, just words. Sure. And then you probably have. A I story. love that. I yeah. like that. That yeah. is a game we Maybe used I'll to play t- all the time. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, my, my friends God. and I used to do this in college. Really? Oh yeah. All I the time. I invented it. No, no. Damn we were, it. it was it was like a weed head thing. You, oh. you know, it's one of the dudes. One of the dudes took a, an improv class, a theater class at Auburn. Right. Which is you might as well be taking you know I don't know engineering at the chiropractic school. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't fit. But he that was an improv <laughs> exercise that they would do. And so we would we, yeah, we would write down a bunch of words and you had to try to create a story or That's awesome. come up with something based on the second corner today is Sasha Baron Conan. We bring him up for several reasons. One, we like doing sort of mini bios on people. Okay. But like the first person we ever did, do you ever hear of Tracy Letts? The literally the first one we ever did was a guy by Tracy Letts. We'll clue you in at the end. But today's Sasha Baron Cohen, not you got to work with him. Yes. Which I'll bring up in a minute. Let me just First of all, Orthodox Jew grew up right? right crazy, like 1971. He was born in England. True. And then I remember Neil talking about this guy. Whenever Ali G, remember that show, Ali yeah, G? Well, think, Neil was uh, literally on the ground floor. That like yeah. I was like, I'm not watching that. It looks ridiculous. And Neil, just you got to watch this. It's well, the my friend Harry thing. Thompson found that. That's my buddy. Uh, Harry, oh, Tom- Harry Thompson me. was a producer in England, and he's no longer with us. He died in 2005. But when I met him, he had four of the top ten shows in England, a lot of those panel shows. Right. You know? And uh, he saw Sasha doing the Ali G thing at a character night. Okay. Because he was always going around and looking at stand-up and stuff. And they had a show called The 11 O'Clock Show that was kind of like The Daily Show. Okay. And so it was Harry's idea to bring on the Ali G character and give him segments occasionally on The Daily Show. Okay. And that blew up. So I mean, not the day. It was called The 11 O'Clock Show. So those segments blew up so big of the first time he did one uh it, they wanted to spin him off and give him the ali g show so it all started after that did they yeah. do that in england like a yes. half hour yeah yeah they did oh, the, okay. yeah they did that they, they had he he was doing segments on the half hour fake news show right. the 11 o'clock show and then that spun into the original ali g show and then it came to new and then it came to, and it came over HBO. here to hbo yeah, yeah exactly. well he falls into that very when you told me about it he falls into that very very small category we talked with jim with his crank calls and then that south park video right these that very small things where one thing just goes gets discovered and then like, boom. He he, he interviewed this uh, MP, member of parliament, it's like a congressman. Right. And uh and, and he was all, you know, doing Ali G <laughs> and he, he was talking about cake and he was basically saying the kids in England are getting fat because they're eating too much cake. <laughs> and then the congressman, the, the MP, thinks he's using cake as a euphemism for some kind of drug. Oh. So the guy goes back to Parliament for real and goes, We need to get to the bottom of this cake thing. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, that was no. one of the that was one of the first LEG things that blew him up. Was, That's was, funny you said. Was he tricked the, the guy from Parliament? Yeah, uh, talking with former United Nations Secretary General Boutros Boutros Ghali, he asked him, Is Disneyland a member of the UN? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! And in 60 minutes, Andy Rooney got so aggravated with him, yeah, Ali that G, that he ended the interview. But this was not before Ali G asked the news veteran, "Has journalist has has journalist ever put out tomorrow's news by mistake?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, very no, funny. No, the guy, yeah, it was. And crazy. do you like his movies? I do. I, I the Borat to me was very. Fun. I mean that. It, you know, it's that uncomfortable cringe humor thing that at, at sometimes I can't, you know, like Richard Gervais, some, when the old office, I used to have to, I was pacing by the end of these episodes. Oh, really? Know, yeah, the sweat would just, I just like, shut up. <laughs> Why is he doing that? I was so invested. But yeah, they get uncomfortable. Some of those situations, are, and then you feel like, oh my God, I'm now thinking, how did he pull this off? 
Which brings us probably to Vic's amazing well, story. First of all, how do you meet him? I met him working on, I used to do segments for the 11 o'clock show myself. In England? And yes. And okay. I, I would do things over there and I would go over there and hang out and I'd write and they'd let me do punch up and I'd, you know, I was around to help and they liked me. And then I would also record segments here in New York City and we would send them back and I was like the American correspondent. So if something big was going over here, I would go out on the street with a camera crew and do a segment and do a man on the street and talk and then send it back to him and it would air over there. Uh -huh. So working on that show off and on. Uh, that's where I ran into him, you know, because Harry found him and brought him down there. And what's he like now? He's the nicest guy. He's mild-mannered, quiet, easygoing guy. You know, he's just very polite. He's, you know, he's, he brings all of his friends, and they all work together, guys he knows from Cambridge and that he's worked right. with before. And so he's got his writing crew and his friends, and they just come up with stuff and riff on ideas. And then, But when he goes into character, he'll stay in the character. So he, if you, if it's weird talking to him and then all of a sudden have him, because he'll be regularly answering you, and then once he goes into a Borat or a Bruno or an Ali G., once he's in there, he'll still answer your question, but he's going to answer yeah, it like as that. them. And so, and some people don't like that. And I always thought it was wonderful. I thoroughly enjoyed it being in meetings with him and watching him do this because other people would not know how to react. Right. And then they would look at me like, well, he seems to like you. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I realize what he's doing. I idiot. mean, he had a practice. So that was a, probably the yes. way he practiced. Like, right. He just was, slips in just like, oh, that's pretty funny. Well, that's Bor what, Borat made like $128 million here. Yes. Or across the I don't even know if it was here. Maybe that made just globally. Domestic. I globally. think globally. Just hilarious movie. Just pulling that off, you know. And then he's known. So then you get you worked with him on Bruno. Yes. And he after that he wanted to be the the point of Bruno was uh, Bruno wanted to be the most famous person ever, not just the most famous gay person. Oh. Whole, he just wanted to be famous was okay. the whole point of that movie. And he was just trying to go around and do everything he could to be famous. But they would know ahead of time. You know, like we had to have meetings with chief of police in these uh, towns. We were Fort Smith, Arkansas, and uh, and Texarkana, Arkansas. And they know that they're going to create a riot at this cage fighting event that they've promoted. And they've tricked the local promoter into believing. So there's real amateur cage fights. So there's 10 bouts. Uh, a real cage <laughs> fighting saw, going on before he comes out and lures his former lover in the ring and then they start making out and 1,100 <laughs> people start throwing chairs <laughs> and a full-on riot. Like, some, like really, a full-on riot breaks out. And but they had... They they so good they they research everything so well so like uh, I told you the the what do you call it the not the disclaimer but yeah, the, the disclaimer is that what it, yeah it's like welcome to the whatever arena don't use any flash photography yeah. but in very small print yes. you said right like Willy Wonka yeah you know like they, they, they've got they've started with big giant letters at the top and by the time you get to the bottom of reading all this yeah. the release form is what yeah. it is to use your image and you're going to be in this these at re, these rednecks in the middle of nowhere going I'm not reading all that so they yeah, yeah. they just grab the thing and sign yeah. it so he yeah. knew to do that he. Had had a, he had a former security director with him because when he knew these riots, this guy used to work for Karzai over in Afghanistan. Oh my God. And so they knew these riots were going to happen and they brought him in to look at this. One of them was a rodeo arena. And then the other one was actually like a little where they would have basketball tournaments and stuff like that. More of your standard, just a little circular arena thing. And the guy brought, he went to Home Depot and he brought plywood and they, they built a tunnel for him out of the octagon. They put black tarp all over it so the crowd couldn't see that it was a tunnel. It looked like there was only one way in, in and out of the octagon, but really there were two doors. And so they, they had it all choreographed and they knew when, when the hell hell broke loose that he was just going to slide over to the back and open up the door just like in a, you know, just like in a movie. He's yeah. just going to open up the door and fall through and disappear completely. <laughs> And the security guy was there, and they had an SUV at the bottom of it, and they run him down the tunnel. And he's 15 minutes out of town while all hell is still breaking <laughs> loose. He's nowhere near it. Does he, before, when, he, when you guys are planning this, does, or is he calm as... Oh, yeah. He, he just knows we're well, going to make this Well, the, the one arena, we go in there to look at everything as we're laying it out, and I'm in there with him, and he keeps looking around. He goes, and he, he has a flashback to when he was doing the Ali G show, and he's like, I've been in here. I've been in here. And one of his friends goes, yeah, we came here for the Ali G show, and a gun nut almost shot you right over there oh, because he was God. doing Ali G with the guy, and the guy didn't enjoy his gun questions. And, oh, and wow. he, and it, but he's been, oh, yeah, you have been here. You almost got shot right over there. Right yeah. over. And he's like, oh, yeah. But he's just as calm and cool. Wow. He doesn't, yeah. That's got balls you yeah. hope. So how long does whole thing take? It took like about a week. Down it there? took a. We were there for eight days. And you're doing what down there? You're just helping them. I'm working. I'm, I'm helping. Well, he wanted writing. the. Yeah, yeah. He wanted the. Uh, he was beat by the time this part of the movie. He's no longer Bruno. He wants to be straight day. <laughs> yeah, right. He realizes that you can't be gay and be that famous because Tom Cruise and John Travolta have already locked that up. <laughs> 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 that was his whole. That's the mindset. So then he wanted to be really, really straight, and he he wanted straight Dave to be a comedian, and he wanted to be like a. You might be a redneck guy but but you might be gay guy and so he, he was again so uh, they'll 
They called me because he remembered me from the 11 o'clock show. And he used to know that I used to work with Fox Radio on the Redneck stuff. So when they wanted this character to be a comedian, then he's like, well, who's got BBC and you might be a redneck on their resume? Me. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Short Beautiful. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you go down there. He says, go find Henley. And so we're down there and he lays it all out. He, he will only let you know about what's going on in that part of the script. So I don't know what's happened in the movie before. I don't know what's going to happen next. I just know for this part, I'm supposed to help him write jokes and help plan this whole part from how straight Damn. Dave looks to the music he comes out with and then he's telling me what we're going to do we're going to have cage fighting and we're going to meet with the and mayor it, and the chief of police and we're going to start a ride in both these towns with these people's permission <laughs> but when it's over they're out of town they're yeah, they're back, gone. They're not back to the hotel. They're just no. Yeah, yeah, they're gone. I was there. I, I walked to me. The Larry Charles was directing this, and uh, and Jay Roach produced it. And he's a great director yeah. himself. He's won Emmys. Yeah. And uh, they're in the back, which is all curtained off, where it's called Video Village, and they got all the equipment back there. And so they didn't think it was going to blow up and be as ugly as it was. And so the little bit of security they had was not enough. So yeah. they got four <laughs> cops standing there. They need about forty. Yeah, yeah, that was. And uh, eleven hundred people are losing their minds. And I'm like, well, turn my mic back on, and I'll go out here and calm them down they don't know i'm in on this yeah, yeah, yeah. You, right. you know and they turn my mic back on and i walk right back into the middle of the octagon and just did a whole i've got a suit on and you calm and them I, down i'm like bit. people people let's go hey are we gonna have to call the swat team in here your your wives and girlfriends are here for god's sakes let's quit put the chair down sir and please exit in an orderly fashion and they laid down everything it was, really? like, it was like a, a hypnosis it was one the, when i walked back to the back of video vintage they were all back there doing the wayne's world bowing thing <laughs> they were like i go they did not know well, i got the whole PA work and I go I'm a comic turn the microphone on I'll walk into a fire yeah, I don't care it's what we do but these audience members were scarred from that ex- oh they're crying they were, they, they, you <laughs> this, can see some scar- of them crying in the film and my favorite part is the, we <laughs> yeah, gave yeah. some of them t-shirts yeah. because they, he's so homophobic so these t-shirts say uh, it's got a it's got like a dude uh, having sex with another dude from behind and it's got the circle with the line drawn through it, like no yeah. and then it says my asshole is just for shitting that's <laughs> 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 what it says across the top oh my and, god and we knew we only gave these these to the first three or four rows, and those first three or four rows were prison guards. Oh my! And so Lord. we made prison guards cry. <laughs> That's how shocked they were. Oh. And and he couldn't have been happier with everything when he yeah. when he when he went to the, see the dailies over the next. Uh, That's the scene from the movie where I'm like. Oh my God! Yeah. How do they? One, how do they pull this off? But two, like, how does this not turn into real? And then we got away it with can't it. Can't be stayed. We did it. We did it. And then we drove four and, and a half to again. five hours north in Fort Smith. You know, two days later, knowing that that would be just far enough away that they wouldn't catch wind of it. And those small towns want their money. So the big movie production rolls in. So you meet with the mayor, and the mayor's like, no, ain't going to be no ball licking or anything like that. <laughs> you know, and I'm, I will never forget, I'm sitting in the, the mayor of Fort Smith's yeah. office. He's the mayor, the chief of police, yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen, Larry Charles, Jay Roach, me, and uh, and Jeff Schaefer, who's working on Curb Your Enthusiasm right now. Right. And, uh, and and same thing they're in there. So Sasha's going. He's the mayor's like. So you're going to you're going to tongue kiss him. And Sasha's like, Yeah, they are probably if, if it's okay. And uh, he's like, Well, you know, it's all right. Y'all gonna roll around and grab each. If you put your hand inside his pants. And then Sasha's like, uh, so Can I lick his balls on the outside of his pants? And you see, he looks over at the chief of police, and they're like, they're they're, they're looking at each other like, Okay. And so like, Larry Charles is sitting there with a, your standard yellow legal pad, and he's literally writing up. Ball licking outside good, uh, hands in pants bad. Okay. <laughs> you know, tongue kissing fine. And they don't. They just know you're from Hollywood, kind of. Yeah, that's it. That's it. They Do they know, know who, who he is? is? No, they don't know who he yeah, is. Yeah. They, they, a couple of them. Yet, really. A couple of them knew Borat. Right. But but the, but he doesn't look like Borat. Right. He's sitting there. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. And he's just in jeans and a polo shirt. And so he so he doesn't look like Straight Dave. He doesn't look like Bruno. He doesn't look like Borat or Ali yeah. G. He just looks like a, a well, you know, really good looking proper English. Is he ever? I mean, there's always a camera there and a camera crew. Usually, you know, with the interviews or whatever, but is he fear? Do you think he has any fear at all for his life? Because he was in that movie. That's a little different than Borat. Borat, he was seemed a simpleton and they were always trying to sure. correct him and they would get mad at him. But at some point they realize, OK, this guy's not from this country, even though they're being duped. But here, this guy, for some reason, this guy wasn't didn't have that tinge of likability to the point where you're like, okay, some bad could happen to him. If, if, if I think going, starting with Ali G and really pushing all those, like he said, when he had the flashback of being at the gun show segment with Ali G. Yeah. So Ali G used to almost get hit a lot. Right. right. And I think it probably deserved it. And so if he, I think that was just the beginning foundation for him. So once he knew that he could overcome right. that and no matter who he was doing, uh, he, he just didn't worry. But he there's just, a timing to it. I mean, once he becomes famous, there's a, there's, it's just like, you only have so much time before you. That's true. You're just, 
Right. You can't get away with it. Right. He I is very that, go ahead. He's very mysterious. I mean, we haven't seen him. This was all the 2000. He basically owned the 2000, 20, 2020. Yeah, now he's almost could come back again. Now almost Last year he did that bad movie with the the, Grims, the, the Grimsby brothers. Oh, no, was there, there was there was another one. Oh, the brother the brothers okay. Grimsby, yeah, the, the Grimsby yeah. brothers. One of them's like a one of them's it. like a James Bond CIA guy, and yeah. the other one was just like a bullet head hooligan, like a Man United. These bad soccer fans that you see, right. and somehow or another they got you yeah, know, reunited right. and went on this adventure. Of and it didn't work. No, it's bad. So really I wonder. Bad. Horrible. I wonder what his next. What do you think his next move is? I don't know if he'll ever do another. I think that he might be through with the one person. Yeah, the just thing. As an, he's an actor back to comedy. Exactly. Yeah, I think trying to look he, for just little roles. Well, like that. I think he that was his project, the Brothers Grimsby. Yeah. But I don't know if he'll do another Borat Bruno because it's it, it's, a, it's he's almost done now. People recognize him. That's right. Even with all the makeup, and they know they know it's him. Up. And he's not going to top it. You know, Bruno didn't make as much money as Borat, so I don't know if anybody would give him enough money to try again. Right. Yeah. He Not looks just, a little bit like Daniel Day Lewis in my head for some reason. Look, like he's tall okay. and and so Daniel Day Lewis retired, so maybe he's going to get an Oscar. He's just so, that's where I think he'll end up next. That he'll end up. He'll become a big time actor and get like an Oscar. Or well, he was. He's he going to play Freddie Mercury. He was going to do that, but now he's not. He's it's Rami Malek, the guy yes. from Mr. Robot. But yeah. I'm wondering why he got out of that. He be he. I, I knew that just again from a meeting one day he played he played squash with uh, their former queen's former attorney and so that's how the whole thing came uh, up is they were playing squash one day and the attorney guy goes you know i think you could i've you seen you do you could do it and he's like I, I think it'd be great and so for a while he was considering it yeah i can't wait for this guy's next move it's gonna be interesting i think that's a good call neil yeah like an actor he's very good well he did hugo he's done straight roles before yeah. he's done straight he would love that he you know he, he knows what he's doing i think the guy could play and he was in the car racing movie yeah the Ricky Bobby. Oh, sure. Right. Which is one guy. of my favorites. I don't know. Guy. That movie had me on the floor. You know, all of it. It's very funny. All of it. Uh, such a great movie. What is it called? Talladega Nights. Yes. Oh, God. So good. Ricky Bobby. That's what he's done. <laughs> he's got that awful French act. And he's perfect. You know, it's great. No, it's, it was, yeah, like I said, the guy was, he's a class actor across the board. And I agree with cool. you, I think, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him. He'll, he'll be around as long as he wants to be around. Awesome. Yeah. Let's see the next one. Um, College football. We'll take a hard turn here. Okay. Now, and nobody, if you're from the South, that's the one thing about South. We don't have the college football. But we've talked about this on other podcasts about the Friday Night Lights aspect of, sure. and then then of high school football, and then the amazing bouts of the college football. What it means to that state. And you're from Alabama. If there's one thing about Alabama that. If Alabama didn't have college football, I wouldn't know anything about Alabama. They, know, there were 10,000 people in my little town, right? Only 10,000. And uh, and they would put 10,000 in the stadium on a Friday night football game. <laughs> they, literally everybody Alabama came. and Mississippi, no pro teams. You know, yeah, no pro teams. And the Falcons. Which is weird. And growing up, uh, the Falcons and the Saints were horrible for 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both came in in the 60s. And didn't get good. The Atlanta Falcons didn't have back-to-back winning seasons until about 2011. Did you root for the Atlanta Falcons? <laughs> no, they were so hard. I pulled for the Dolphins. They were the only oh. winner in the region. Yeah, but yeah. Then, sort of as your pro team. And then with, I like the Steelers, too, just because of Bradshaw. But no, that's but, what that's – sorry, Neil. That's who people rooted for, the, either the Falcons or the uh, Dolphins? There was a lot of Cowboy fans, but okay. the, but you would pick uh, – they would pick – it would be – nope. the Falcons and the Saints had their fans. They're still filled with hope. Right. But then, you know, a lot of people like the Dolphins because you actually got a winner. Oh, those but, Alabama. Alabama fans who waited all that time you know. for Atlanta Falcons to be yeah. good and then choked in the yeah Super Bowl. last year I'm oh sure they yeah I'm sure God. they were jumping off you know double wide <laughs> oh but, but but we grew up in that area where there were no we loved the Atlanta Braves that's why I grew up like in yeah Atlanta I was a Brave fan too yeah. they were horrible forever well they, they were, showed them here like you, know. you got finally got another taste of another team here in New York it was either Chicago we used to have WGN when I was a kid, yep. when cable first came right. out here and then Atlanta Turner Network and so you could watch a little bit of. You know Dale Murphy and people know. like that, and they were. Yeah. But that's why college is so deeply in in Virginia, Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia. No pro team, and if you did, all about college, or if it's you're in Georgia, college. your pro team sucks. So yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. Put, you're gonna say go dogs, for you're ever gonna think fly Falcons fly or whatever. And the, the Braves were horrible too. Forever. Horrible too. The Hawks were the only winning team, and they're they were the only the ones that couldn't draw, which was odd. Yeah. And it just so happens, and I'm sure everybody knows this by now, but for our new listeners, hopefully around the world, your brother was one of the biggest football stars ever at but Auburn. Both University. my brothers played 
football at Auburn on scholarship. So the oldest one was an All-American and led the SEC in rushing and touchdowns in 1972. He was the last white man to lead the SEC in rushing. <laughs> he was a big to-do. <laughs> totally true. And number the, number and 23 in your program, number one in your heart, Terry Henley. <laughs> and he's still a legend there. <laughs> he's, people still recognize him. He was in a junk store two months ago in the middle of nowhere at a, at a wedding with a group of friends. And he's there in street clothes. He's 67 years old. And the owner of the little junk store flea market in Fort Payne, Alabama, walked over to him and went, you're Terry Henley, aren't you? And Terry went, yeah. And he goes, come here. And he takes him in the back of the junk store and moves a bunch of old record albums and digs down in the thing, pulls out an autographed picture of Terry <laughs> from like the 70s. He's like, Terry's like, where'd you get that? He's like, I don't know. I got so much stuff in here. But he goes, that's you, isn't it? And he had this old, he's putting on his helmet and doing his chin strap and this random stranger. They had Terry Henley Day in our town. They gave him a car. And that, wow. that but you know, Alabama Auburn football games are everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, in two weeks. You've gone to like, all, I've been. I've, this is my 48th year of Auburn football. Shit. All right. So why Auburn? Why not? Why didn't he go to Alabama at the time? Alabama didn't recruit him. He was going to go to Georgia. Really? He, yeah, yeah. Alabama did wasn't but really was, after him. He played both ways. He was good. He played defensive back. He played running back. But Alabama didn't really, and he didn't really want to go. He didn't. He wasn't chasing them, and they weren't chasing him. And that was Bear Bryant. And that was Bear Bryant. And he didn't. And Terry didn't like. Terry never liked Bear Bryant for some reason. And <laughs> it's uh, crazy, right? Well, did you grow up like uh, you're immersed in that? So were you Auburn people even before? Yeah, Auburn? yeah. We, he was like we were pretty much we knew the couple of people we knew were Auburn, and then one of Terry's friends on his on his high school football team was going to go to Georgia, and, and he was a big lineman, right? And so Terry thought, well, I'll go over there, and you can block for me over there, just like you blocked for me in high school. And then who's the coach of Georgia at the time? Vince Dooley. Oh, who wow. is the legend? legend. Yeah, yeah. Le yeah. So. He, and he's a class guy, great guy. And uh, I don't know, there might have been some shady, some, some you know, oh. Auburn might have threw a little more cash. <laughs> Something <laughs> might have come up. There might have been a, a yeah. co-ed. There might have been a cheerleader that just gave him that perfect campus tour. Cam Newton's dad showed <laughs> Somebody. <him> Something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. They might, well, Georgia might have went with that guy named Herschel Walker. You know what I mean? Oh, they might have found was that around? No, no, was no, later. no, no. Terry, 10 years early. Oh, Terry, shit. Terry. So wait, so when, what's the reputation of Alabama and Auburn fans like what's the the Auburn is like the well you go to high fluting well yeah if you Auburn's a harder school to get into and if you know Auburn people or Auburn <laughs> fans usually they went to Auburn or someone in their family went to Auburn if you're an Alabama fan you went to Walmart and bought <laughs> an Alabama t-shirt yeah, yeah, so yeah. The, everybody's Alabama 90% of their fans did not go there whenever I meet Alabama fans the first time before I start ruining their world yeah. and, and, and heckling them right I go did you go there I mean if they go I did or if I didn't, uh, my brother did, or if I'm, I've got two kids there, then I'm like, okay, then I'm not going to jump on okay. you right now because there actually is a connection. But 90% of them couldn't find Tuscaloosa on the map. They don't even know where it is. All they know is roll tight. They just wake up, roll tight. That's all they know is roll tight. <laughs> what so, is that? It's crazy. It's too much. It's yeah, insane. But what are the games like? Is it, are the games it's insane? insane? It's ugly. That well, week is ugly, Auburn, right? Georgia. Auburn, Georgia is this week. And then and then usually they're the last two games of the year. And so Auburn, Georgia is the friendly class reunion or friendly family reunion where everybody can hang out and do all the jokes and I can do the worst Neil joke ever or the worst Lenny joke right. and just totally rake you across the coals yeah. and we all laugh and nobody gets mad ever even if it's a below the belt horrible joke no one gets mad and we all eat potato salad and shake hands and dance and go home uh, the Alabama-Auburn game is that same kind of reunion but that one joke that goes wrong now there's gunplay now somebody's <laughs> going to stab somebody somebody's going to shoot somebody the cops are coming you might as well not even go to the reunion because if you make the one bad joke then somebody's going to get their pistol out and here we go so it's it is I, think, I still so say it is the number one rivalry in ever, out of everything. College football it is, I think. I think nothing any, comes close to it. In any sports, it's because it never goes away. Uh, like, like even Michigan-Ohio State, which is big, it doesn't have that kind of like hate. It, it Carolina, also, Carolina Duke in basketball, maybe. There's some oh, hate yeah. there. There's some yeah. Hate there. In basketball. But there's also, also they play twice a year, and they can play in the sure. SEC, and right. then they can play in a tournament. Right, like right. There's so many ways to get back at each other or split it. But this is one game a year, yeah, and yeah. it is just. But it's crazy. got a dumb, smart thing to it. It's got all these things to it. You the know what I mean? Two, uh, three, the kick six game. The when he yeah. ran back the field goal, I was yep. at that game. Now my favorite story from that weekend is, um, you know, uh, at the la there's one second left, yep. and Auburn, uh, the Alabama misses a long field goal, which you can return, and the Auburn guy runs it back 109 yards and right. they win the game, which is crazy. And so in Birmingham, Alabama, on that day, a bride was having a party with her bridesmaids and matrons of honor, and they were all watching the game just just women at this party right 
Yeah, just women. And just women at this party. And uh, when that happened, and they were all crying and got really upset, the bride uh, took issue with one of the bridesmaids, thinking she, <laughs> she was not sad enough. <laughs> <laughs> so the bride went in her bedroom, got a handgun, came out, and they were arguing and shot one of her bridesmaids. Oh, didn't kill her. Shit. Didn't kill her, but yeah. had, had, to, had to hear it. Now we're going to the emergency room. Oh, my Because God. the bride has shot one of the bridesmaids <laughs> for not being sad enough that Alabama lost. <laughs> <laughs> that football totally game. makes sense to me. I can the, totally understand. What year is that? Is that, is that the Cam Newton year? Or the no, that's no, 2013. Right? Yeah. No, that yeah. was a, that was I like because I 2013. I thought yeah. that's Nick Saban though, because he's like such a genius and he screwed up so bad. He begged to put a second back on yeah, the clock, yeah. and he was right. Yeah, yeah, he was right. He got one second put back on the clock <laughs> so he could try the field yeah. goal. And that was and like then, the and, first chink in his oh, armor because he was like a genius. As it's going on, <laughs> as, before they've even scored, but you see him running down. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's the thirty, the twenty, the ten. Everybody in my box is going, "Hey, Nick, you got a second? Nick, give me a second. <laughs> Everybody started doing the same joke immediately. <laughs> you know, it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you had a couple of years there. Where you knocked them up. They're so why? Why no, the can't, guy burned down the tree too? That's how yeah, bad that, he killed. He poisoned the trees. Yeah. yeah. Now the reason tell they tell people about the trees. The, the reason they roll the trees is, is that, now Terry, my brother, is very good about telling you a story where he did something awesome, and he's also great about telling you a story where he did something stupid. But they they claim in Roll Tide War Eagle, the ESPN thirty for thirty, they yeah. claim that the reason they roll the trees after a big victory of any sport of any kind, there's these massive oak trees that stood on the corner of the Auburn campus forever. And uh, was uh, the, in '72, Terry's senior year. They were Alabama was number two, and in every interview leading up to the game, Terry kept saying, "We're going to go up there and beat the number two out of number two. We're going to beat the number two out of number two. <laughs> so when Auburn pulled the upset, 17-16, uh, they rolled the trees for the very first time. So they oh, came, they, the they came back from Birmingham and there was toilet paper all in the but trees. The Alabama, sort of making fun of the roll tide, sort of taking their rolling thing and, then, and also the toilet paper. Because but of the Alabama guy burned down the Auburn tree. He poisoned the Auburn tree. Yes, I keep saying burn down. Poisoned the Auburn Well, they did burn them from the inside. That's basically what the fertilizer was so powerful. And they're, dead, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. They tried to save them and they couldn't and save these them. these were the big, They've been there for 200 years. They've been there before uh, the university was there. What's the name of that corner? Tumor's Corner. And this guy went to jail uh, he got fined a bunch of money he's under house arrest he's never paid any of the money because you can't make if you got no money you can't get the but money. even the alabama people were like come on man he went on the radio and bragged about it. That's what got him caught. That's, again, there's the genius of the Alabama fan. What a wizard. You named your kids Crimson. He named one of his kids Crimson. His kids are named like Crimson and Tide. Okay, or something, they're, they're named something. He, he, literally, he named his children two different Alabama-related things. The thought that you're in your house, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna poison I'm these gonna, trees. I'm gonna go out and buy this. Po the fact that you plan, oh my god, not this only guy's that, gotta be in jail or something. Somebody beat him up on one of the on one of his visits to Auburn <laughs> for his. You know, after you got to keep going to court, as just processes, you know, going right. forward. He he foolishly stops, and I'm, you know every time he came to town, there's at least five or six hillbillies are following him around, <laughs> just waiting on him to go somewhere where there's no camera. And sure enough, on his on one of these visits, he stops at the one gas station on the outskirts of town that doesn't have a camera. And as he's walking back to his car, this car rolls up, and like four guys get out and just beat the shit out of him, and, and then jump in the car and drive. And away. nobody's gonna do anything. And nobody's gonna tell. No, no hell no. <laughs> yeah. He's all beat up. He no, goes no. he goes to the cops, and the cops are like, "I'm oh, sorry, there's no cameras." What a jackass. <laughs> you know. Oh God! What is it about college football? Like, uh, so, but over the last since after your brother left, you know, what has been the split? Like, Alabama's been way ahead, right? Well, since Saban's now it's like you're an upset if you win. Since, well, you know, Tuberville won six in a row. Oh, he did in that rivalry. Yeah, yeah. The, okay. the two worst streaks were when I was a kid. After Terry then beat them seventeen sixteen. Alabama won nine in a row. Right. So in, in about the past fifty years. That's the most that everybody's reeled off without one of the other teams actually winning. So mm -hmm. I, I, they ran off nine in a row. Auburn ran off six in a row. And then uh, the past ten have been like five and five. So it, it is, it's always good. It's going to be good. They, they wouldn't go home and home until the almost 1990-something. They played the game in Birmingham every year in a neutral site weird thing. For What's somebody. the uh, look-see of this year? What, what in, do you think is going to happen? Oh, I don't know. I'm going. It's in Auburn. Yeah, so, yeah. It, you know, it'll be anything. It'll, it'll come down. To, Alabama's good. They have better players. Where is yeah. Auburn? It's in what town? It's in Auburn, Alabama. It's, oh, right it in, it's in, in the middle you, of the you state. You fly right into Auburn. I fly into Atlanta and drive two hours south. Oh, they, oh yeah. okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. You knew, and here's some, uh, some of the alumni, obviously, Cam Newton. Bo Jackson, Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley, and you know Charles Barkley. Yeah, absolutely. You went to school. We were freshmen together. Yeah, we, yeah. We, I, I've told this story. This is completely true. We're on campus early because the sororities are early. 
So you got you got down there because there's you know about thousand girls walking around before they had the school actually started. Yeah. So uh, I go to a mixer at the Baptist Student Union because it was just we see something on a bulletin board <laughs> that there's a mi- that there's a mixer. You know, it was, and it was sometimes the only- you got to be Baptist. It's <laughs> true. Completely- I've taken a lot of girls to church. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Absolutely. I, my my parents still give me a hard time about bringing this one girl home, and I, she's like, "You're going to church, Neil?" And I'm like, "We're going to church." That's right, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Onward, Christian soldiers. <laughs> Just Did as work? I am. Did it work? It does work, but th- there's, <laughs> a, there's a flaw to the theory that if you go to church, then you then you also have to be super conservative because right. you gotta you gotta live the church right. now. Now you yeah. know, there's no going back. I yeah. went to church camp. Church you know, camp. Camp for oh, a week yeah. just because my friend went. He went every year and he's and like he's like young... church girls are slutty. <laughs> church girls are either really churchy and yeah. will do nothing. Yeah. Or they're full on, let's go behind the barn and right. I'll show you yours if you'll show me, you know. <laughs> as long as you go to church right it's after. Right after. Right yeah, after yeah, it's yeah. the weirdest thing. So Barkley. So Barkley. So we go to the Baptist Student Union and uh and there's nobody there. There's like, you know, Five homely Baptist girls yeah. and then and punch and bark and there's just one giant black guy in the room <laughs> and my my roommate recognized him because he knew him he was a big hoops fan he's like oh I heard we were I heard he was coming here you know he made all state we got Charles Barkley this guy's going to probably lead the SEC but he's in rebounding as a freshman so we just go walking over to him and we're like hey man. And uh, and he's like, hey, and we just introduced ourselves. And he's like, hey, I'm trying. I'm doing. We're talking. And we're looking at each other. There's no one there. We're just all looking at each other. And he, he, finally, Barkley looks at us. He goes, looks like you fellas made the same mistake I did. <laughs> and we're like, what's that? He goes, church girls are slutty. And I'm like, yeah, we, they are. That's why we're here. And he goes, yeah, but where are they? They're just, they're just, I'm standing here talking to you yeah, two. Yeah. And then we became friendly after that. And so, I've, you know, yeah, I'd run into him from time to time. He's a great guy. And when was Bo? When was Bo there? Bo was there at the same time. Yeah, but he was kind of a quiet guy. He had the speech yeah. problem. Right, and and uh, he he there was a giant on the main drag through campus. Uh, there was a, called the Family and Child Development Center, and it was just a big learning center for kids, and it had a kindergarten in it and all this stuff. And his wife has a PhD in child psychology and stuff like that, and he was already dating her then. And if you saw him, he was over there in the middle of that playground with like 38 kids crawling on him all the time. That, that's, that's, uh-huh. he, he did, you didn't see him hanging out with friends or doing anything. You'd see him over there hanging out with his wife and just being like a good – he was a bully, and he was one of ten kids. And so he, the minute he got older, he realized he just wanted to give back. And, mm-hmm. and so he was just always over there hanging. It was I mean, every day he'd show up. And then, what if you're like eight years old and Bo Jackson comes to hang out with you during recess every day? Yeah, yeah. That's, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that know? was just massive. That's a once in a lifetime athlete right there. He won the decathlon two years in a row. And he, uh, it happened at my high school because we had a nice facility. And so they would do the state track championships at other facilities. They'd rotate it every year. But the decathlon was always at our school. And he won junior and senior year after. After nine events, he wouldn't do the fifteen hundred. It was too far, so he had enough points. After nine events, he, he could take a zero. He could take a zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he would win the decathlon oh by God. only competing in. That would nine be a events. good story if you knew you got like who'd you lose to in high school track? I lost to Bo Jackson. Well, like that, I could live with myself. Well, well, didn't one of your brothers? No, I told you the story oh, where it? there was a guy. Yeah. There was a guy, a guy named Leland Hughes. He, he, he <laughs> right. run, he's still today. He runs the Stanley Steamer Carpet Business <laughs> <laughs> in Oxford, Alabama. And when we played Bo with him in high school. And uh, and Leland Hughes ran him down. He had the angle. It was going to be a 95 yard run oh, from shit. the five. Yeah, yeah, and it was going to be 95 yards. And Leland Hughes got him on the angle, jumped on his back about the other 20, and kind of just grinded him down. <laughs> to, so it, 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 Bo Jackson runs from the five to like the two. Yeah. It's like a 93 yard oh, run. Man, so and Leland Hughes still gets laid to this day. These board that. housewives are calling out, you the guy that ran Bo Jackson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does he have video on his iPhone? so he can pull it out he got like oh, there man. it is awesome. <laughs> oh man college football crazy these stories are amazing all right let's go to the last one today we're gonna do we're gonna do a college football quiz because we got you here okay okay these are easy we're gonna put neil out his uh, okay neil we're gonna put neil out on the um this is neil you okay yeah i don't i don't want to tell you what this is okay. because you can take your phone out until uh all right all right so let me put neil in the soundproof booth this is and, great uh, we'll be right back right i love game all right so neil's in the soundproof booth today the uh, we're gonna do college football bowls. Where are they played? Ooh. Okay, so I'm gonna give you one point for if you tell me uh, the state, and I'll give you another point if you tell me like the city. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do this. Okay. Number one. Wow. The Rose Bowl. Well, that's easy. Pasadena, California. Okay, so you get two points for that. The Citrus Bowl. That's in Orlando, Florida. That's correct. You get two points for that. You already beat Neil, I can tell you right now. 
The Peach Bowl. That's in Atlanta, Georgia. That's right. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Correct. The Outback Bowl. That's in Jack. That's in Tampa, Florida. Correct. Yes. Two more points for that. The Orange Bowl. In Miami, Florida. Correct. Miami Gardens somehow. They've been, right. I don't know what that is, but Miami's good. Fiesta Bowl. Uh, it used to be in Tempe, Arizona. Uh, it's probably at Glendale now. That's correct. Arizona, Two points. Is. Glendale, Arizona. That's the uh, the Cardinals play there, right? Yep. That's where the Super Bowl. The f- that's the one that they beat the Patriots, the Giants. So I know Glendale. Ah, there you go. What a. That's we, Cam Newton. That's also Cam Newton. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the Liberty Bowl. Liberty Bowl is in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh my God, he's gonna get trounced. This is gonna be so funny. Tax Slayer Bowl. Ooh, Tax Slayer Bowl. I never even heard of that one. That's one of those new ones. There's a, there's like a Beef O'Brady's. There's a whole bunch of new <laughs> ones. The Kraft Macaroni and Cheese Bowl. <laughs> the Tax Slayer Bowl. Uh, Houston, Texas. Nope. Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, all right. Yeah, who wants to go there anyway? Cotton Bowl. Cotton Bowl, Dallas, Texas. Actually. They've moved it? Yeah, they moved it. I'm going to give you one. Arlington. Okay. That's the new. All because right. it's Jerry yeah, World. Yeah, it is. Right, right, right. Jerry okay. World's in Arlington. Sure. We learned that I'll last week. I'll take it, oh, sure. Okay. Music City Bowl. Music City Bowl is Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. Uh, the Sun Bowl. Sun Bowl is in El Paso, Texas. Correct. Oh man, you're good. He's so. <laughs> Mike Henley. Mike Henley slept with Miss Sun Bowl. Really? <laughs> when Auburn played Missouri in the Damn. Sun Bowl, he picked up Miss Sun Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I couldn't pick up Miss Toilet Bowl. <laughs> Holiday Bowl. Holiday Bowl is in San Diego, California. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Alamo Bowl. Alamo Bowl is in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, you got to get that one. Pinstripe Bowl. Yankee Stadium. That's right. Well, well, New York, New York or the Bronx. Correct. <laughs> correct. Independence Bowl. Independence Bowl is in Shreveport, Louisiana. Yes. <laughs> the Cactus Bowl. Ooh. I, 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 Cactus Bowl. Uh, Tucson, Arizona? Ah, oh, Phoenix. Phoenix, all right. Close. The Armed Forces Bowl. Ooh, that's also a tricky one. Armed Forces Bowl. That's a big. Where's a big military town? Armed Forces Bowl. That is a little tricky. Uh, San Diego again? Nope. No. Fort Worth. Fort Texas. Worth, Texas. Right. Okay, but very good. Celebration Bowl. Never heard of it. No idea at all. Celebration Bowl. I have no idea. Ah, uh, you're gonna piss. Uh, you're gonna be mad when you hear. Celebration Bowl. Uh, I don't know. You, you, Tell, yeah, I you got called nothing. it before. Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would have never. But that's probably in the new building. I've never even heard it of that. It could be new. Actually, it might be new. Who knows? Um, the Dollar General Bowl. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. This was, one you should know. It's somewhere southern. It's somewhere. Dollar, the Dollar General Bowl. Where are they located? Dollar General is in, uh, uh, I don't know, St. Probably, Louis, Missouri. Nope, nope, it's right out your back door. Mobile, Alabama. Oh, wow. Okay. They must have changed the name of that because I never heard of that. And then one more. The Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl is in New Orleans, Louisiana. Correct. Okay. So let me see. It's, you know, He's not even going to be close. So I have a possible 40 points to... Thirty out of forty. Right. And uh, this is not going to be. He's Some not, of these are. He should know these. He's uh, a good fan. He's an idiot, though. <laughs> no, no yeah, he's a big fan, but I'm saying he doesn't crack eight points. Okay. All right. All right. All right let me go get dumb Neil. All right. Lenny's the Chuck. Uh, Barris. Barris of a bam, 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 game show. Bam, bam, we do a new bam, game show every bam. week. We do a new game show. That's fun, isn't it? Vic had a fun time. I thought it was great. All right, here we go. I'm not going to say Vic got a lot of points, but he got a lot of points. Yeah. And I don't think he missed until the eighth question. So Not worried. Do I is, look worried? No. Okay. This is college football bowls. Got it. Okay. You just got I give you one point if oh, you boy. tell me the state. I'll give you another point if you tell me the city got where it. it's played. Okay. okay. All right, Shit. here we go. Rose Bowl. Yep, I'm gonna start with the Rose one. Bowl. That's your first one. Pasadena, California. Right. There you go. There you go. Right. You're on fire. You're on fire. <laughs> That's all Coming I got. That <laughs> <laughs> was a joke. I was like, I oh, surely he wouldn't. That's the uh, one thing I know. The Citrus Bowl. The Citrus Bowl. That's a toughie. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely in Florida. There you go. I guess I'm gonna go with uh, citrus. I guess I'll go with Tampa. Nope. Shit. Orlando. Orlando. Shit. Close. Did you get that? Yes. All right. The Peach Bowl. Oh shit! Atlanta, Georgia. All right. Good. The Outback Bowl. San Antonio, Texas. Nope. nope. <laughs> Very confident. <laughs> uh, I like that. Tampa, Florida. Oh, shit! You got that? Yes. <laughs> Orange. So I've been to a lot of these because my Orange teams have played Miami, in Miami, yeah. Miami, Florida. That's helpful. Orange Bowl? Yeah, Miami, Florida. Okay, I'll give you that one. Fiesta Bowl. 
Fiesta Bowl. I get Tempe, Arizona. It used to be. You were there, you dummy. Well, Scottsdale, Glendale. No, Glendale. Glendale. Well, Tempe and Glendale are all the same. Is it? Yeah. You were in the stadium. They moved the stadium. I was with you in the stadium. (laughs) But that stadium that's in Glendale was moved by like these pickup things, and they moved that stadium (laughs) from Tempe. Yeah. They didn't build a brand new stadium? No, they moved 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 the actual (laughs) Arizona State, the original stadium. I was there when it was coming down the highway. I'm like, shit. (laughs) They moved it. It still should be Tempe. It still should be called Tempe. They put it on wheels like one of those mobile homes. Well, you know what? The real Fiesta Bowl was in Tempe. <laughs> you know what? I will go back yeah. and check that because they do have the grass in that stadium that they slide out so the sun gets it and All then right. they slide it back in. The so grass, maybe when they slide it out, it's so it's, far out. It's, it's in Tempe. In Tempe. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, Neil? Like I'm giving that. you one point. Wow. Li- Liberty Bowl. Liberty Bowl. Shit, I'm going to go with Memphis, Tennessee. Yes. yes. Yeah. Damn. The Tax Slayer Bowl. Oh, shit. This was my first miss. Yeah. I'm going to go with Boise, Idaho. Oh, not bad guess. Uh, there's something in, oh, there's something in Boise. There, there is. There is. Yeah, there, they is. Just it's called it. Boise State. <laughs> no, there's like a bowl. Yeah, they, they change it, it every year. <laughs> it's like teams you never even knew play college football right. are playing. It's like in yeah. November 8th. I, <laughs> I took out like five of the more ridiculous yeah. ones. Some you know. of these bowls are like in November. Okay, yeah, that's true. Cotton Bowl. Gumball, that's an easy one. Is in uh, Dallas, Texas. Yep, I'm gonna give you the same one point I gave Vic because they it's now in Jerry World, which your friend Brent Hull told us last week that was in Arlington. Dallas State. Dallas anymore. It's not in Dallas. Oh, the the stadium, but no, but the Dallas Cowboys claim that that stadium's in Dallas, not not. in like Plano or Arlington in between. Your, your Texas buddy. That's like the airport. Hey, they say you. the airport's in Arlington, but it's called DFW, Dallas Fort Worth. Right. It's yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. We're again, both from the South and you're again, not, so we're going to go ahead. 700's a good score right, in go Texas. Ahead, go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Music City Bowl. Music City Bowl. Obviously, I'm going to go Nashville, there Tennessee. Go. Yes. Yeah. Sun Bowl. Sun Bowl is uh, Sun Bowl is in El Paso, Texas. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> one of the older bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been around forever. The Holiday Bowl. That's a shitty bowl when you get uh, to yeah, the Sun Bowl. True. No one wants to be there. They always play like shit. The oh. Holiday Bowl. Yep. The Holiday. We'll tell them the Sun Bowl story quick. My brother Mike, when Auburn played Missouri in the Sun Bowl, he picked up a Miss Sun Bowl. Oh, <laughs> he, he actually made out and picked up. Miss, no, I didn't even there's know a there Miss, was. Oh yeah, Everbowl like, has a. Miss, I was like, he got married to Miss Sun Bowl. He, no, no, yeah, he, just, yeah, yeah. he probably got something from Miss Sun. Neil Bowl. picked up Miss uh, Mickey Mantle's Bethel Karam back in. <laughs> yeah, the, the that day. Sun Bowl. No, whenever I watch the Sun Bowl, or whenever a team goes down there, they just play depressed for like the whole half, and right. then and then they start playing. Sitting out in the sun. No, they just don't want to be there. It's a strange thing. Holiday El Paso's Bowl. will shock you. Yeah. Holiday Bowl, stalling, but. I freaking know this one because that's a kind of a big bowl. The Holiday Bowl. Steve Young beat Michigan for the national championship in the Holiday Bowl. Yeah, and, and it, it, I mean, it was in a this gr- lovely city. It was, I guess I'm going to go. <laughs> Is it Utah? No, I don't know. I don't know. No. It's uh, San Diego, California. Dang it, I yes. knew that. Yep. I knew that. Why don't you take a shot at the state? Once the Chargers left, I'm, that city's dead that's to true. me. That's it's true. just dead true. to me. It's true. true. That's going to be I won't talk though. about San, I mean, San Diego ever again. All right, try this one, the Alamo Bowl. San Antonio, Texas. Well, there you go. I, I knew it was out. something. I don't know why I jumped on the Outback Bowl. I should have known it was in Florida. Pinstripe Bowl. This is on the Yankee Stadium. Which is in? Bronx, New York. All right, I'll give you that one. Independence Bowl. It's a tricky one. Independence Bowls in the used to be the used to be the Poolland Weed Eater Independence Bowl. <laughs> I knew the Independence Bowl. It was chainsaw. Bowl. It was Poolland chainsaws. And then it switched over to the Weed Eater Independence Bowl. So ridiculous. But it's, it's, still, it's been there for a long, long time. Yeah, also. it's been there. I want to say Memphis, Tennessee, but I don't no, know. That's the right. Liberty Bowl. That's shit. Liberty Bowl. I know. I just, in, it's in Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh shit! That's again. That's right. just, that they don't need. To All be right, mentioned. this one I think you went to the Cactus Bowl. The Cactus Bowl, would, you definitely would think Arizona, but I would go, uh, no, I'm going to say Cactus Bowl. Oh, shit, Cactus Bowl, Arizona. For, for, it's got to be a... Uh, I got the state. I missed the city, I think. Cactus Bowl. I'm going to go uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Ah, what? Way off. Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Shit. Cactus. Arizona. Cactus. You li- lived 20 he minutes. From this I tricked he myself. It, this yeah. is what I did on my SAT. <laughs> 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 I 
I overthought yeah, everything. I overthought everything. Hence and then that 700. Was 700. <laughs> the Armed Forces Bowl. I was like, these. I gave him way too much credit. I'm like, these kind of guys trying to trick me. What? Which one? The Armed Forces Bowl. This is another one I missed completely. This is hard. I didn't get yeah, the Armed Forces Bowl. I'm gonna. I mean, obviously West Point, Annapolis, Armed Forces Bowl. I guess I'll go with. Uh, Washington, like Annapolis or Washington D.C. No, that's a good guess. But Columbia, no, District yeah. of Fort, Columbia, Fort Worth, that. Texas. Yeah, I would have. Been. Oh shit! Right. Yeah, they play that's lobbying there. power right there. This one's tough too. The Celebration Bowl. I think they've changed. I, it. Even, I didn't even know this existed. I never yeah. even I heard, heard of it. New. So I'm gonna go off into one of the estates that lobbied them. So I'm gonna go like for uh, like uh, Washington, Seattle, Washington. No, but that was interesting. The Oregon? Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, uh, shit. They got yeah. two bowls? Yep. It's cold. Why would they play in Washington? I just figured they got some it's a computer lobbying money bowl. they threw up there. They they I, I'm with him on the lobby. All right. Yeah. They wanted the, the, lo the computer people were like, we want a bowl. Yeah, you're really overthinking <laughs> the room. Dollar General Bowl. Uh, it's, it has to do with the, where that company is. Dollar General is like a... Is that... A that's a, the Dollar General. What is it? I that's think it's a dollar I, store. You know, it's a dollar, the dollar store. I think it's, it's, it's like that dollar. No, it's called Dollar General. It's like a, it's a smaller Walmart. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so where would you have a Dollar well, General? Then that takes out Arkansas because there's a competitor. That's true. So now I'm down to 40. Uh, 40. <laughs> <laughs> it's not New York. It's, I would have seen one. No, I'm going to go. Then, someone 47. needs a bowl. So I'm going to go Raleigh, North Carolina. Damn, the good guess. Mobile, Alabama. Shit, I knew it was somewhere in there. I like the guess. And the Sugar Bowl is the last one. Sugar Bowl, that's too easy. Yeah? Yeah, New Orleans. Louisiana. There you go. Yeah. All right. He did much better than you thought. I definitely thought. I, I, I had you over under a 10. <laughs> he did. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11, 13, 14. What about Blue Bonnet Bowl? Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl, Houston, Texas. Yeah, no one knows that anymore. We used to go all the time. <laughs> I, is it still there? I don't know if that... No, no, no. no, no. They, they, they switched yeah. to a different bowl. Um, 21. Oh. But our champ, of course, is Vicente. That gets, keeps my 0-4 alive. 30. And the way we end the podcast every week is we have one good thing, one bad thing of the week. Do you have one, Neil? I have one. Go. I watched the marathon on Sunday. I was oh, out there, and everybody's cheering for everybody, and yeah. there's just a shitload of people everywhere. And then I'm just thinking to myself, like, everything's kind of changed and adapted, but I think the marathon's too easy. It's just there's too many people. It they're they're all smiling at the finish line. There's no accomplishment anymore. You got to you got to <laughs> jack up the you got to jack it up. It's Make 20, it harder. Yeah, just, <laughs> you want to run how long? Times have changed. Just give them like forty miles. Throw some mud, some of them tough mudder shit in there. Electrocute them. It was freezing and raining. It doesn't seem like an accomplishment. There's literally like so. Like, why don't you do it? So is this your good thing or bad thing? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, it's yeah. A good thing or bad thing? I think it's a bad thing. It's time to change the marathon. <laughs> Too freaking easy. You're an idiot. <laughs> this is what I got to deal with. Though. I like it. That's it's, good. Too it's too easy. People's How many heart. miles can you run? <laughs> Evolution. People's hearts are pumping. They're bigger. Or something. I run wrong. four. If I run five miles, I got to sleep for like two days. I'm not doing it, but I'm just saying it just looks. I was at the finish line and no one looked like I want pain and suffering after that. It just wasn't you, there. People can't okay. even walk. Oh, my God. I Anyways. can't. All right. I just want to talk about. Uh, Extra charges. I was just in Maryland for two days. I had to rent a car and I had to get a hotel. There, let's say the hotel is a hundred bucks. By the time they're done with the extra charges, the city tax, yeah, whatever tax, it's like another fifty bucks. Yeah. And the rental car is even more ridiculous. You know, when they get done with it, this charge and that charge. Then when, of course, they get you with the insurance. Like the car is a hundred dollars, and then they just keep adding like charges. Cost you another like two hundred dollars no, just in dumb charges. Can you just give me the one price of the car? It's gonna cost you a hundred for the car, so I know what I'm dealing. And I'll with. add to that: all these places now even ask you after they charge you all the stuff, then they hit you with a, a charity donation. Do you want to to <laughs> yeah. make you feel shitty, shittier? Like, yeah. I don't want to give to the, the. You give to it. You're sitting here renting a car. Well, yeah. my, my my biggest hate on that one is, yeah. Uh, I yeah, you should just know the full price right off the bat. But if if they know it's going to be a total of two fifty, they'll charge his car five hundred till he turns it in. Yeah, right. Then when you, so they yeah. get to take your extra two hundred fifty dollars and play with it for the two days you have the yeah, car. Yeah, that's right. Then well, when you turn in the car, they put the two fifty back. But that's a crime. Too. They get yeah, yeah. they get to they'll use your money off, to make yeah. money. How they get to use your one, money to make money. Gina made the Avis reservation. Hit the button. And mistakenly hit the button twice, right? So now I got two reservations for the same car at the same time. So she corrected it, whatever. I it's on my credit card, right? So I call up. Or they the, did the thing. I call right. Avis and I go, "Could you take this one off the credit?" Yeah, yeah, we'll take care of it. Okay. Next day they didn't. So I so we when I rent the when I go to pick up the car in Maryland and the guy's sitting there and like it's Avis, right? And yeah. I go, "Can you? Did they take this charge off?" Like I don't know. You got to call them. 
What do you mean I gotta call him? You're the guy. This is the you're the man. You're standing the sign under the sign says Avis. Like, what are you talking about? They're, you. They're working yeah, you. Over. It's brutal. Customer Vic, you got one of these? I don't. No, I've been happy for a week. So. <laughs> I have nothing but good things. I've been we'll really lucky. It. I've been flying around America and having fun. You know? Well, no, you had your hand. That I, was oh, well, awful. That, okay, that, that was a bad thing. Yeah. At, at a Halloween party, uh, I uh, I tripped and uh, and Burning on the full on the they had put the cover oh. on their swimming pool. But put a give a thumbs up to what it was. Oh, oh yes, I, I do have a good thing. Yeah. I stuck I stuck my hand in a fire pit when I fell <laughs> at a Halloween party, and then I learned through the miracle of screw band aids, baby. <laughs> Find new skin. It's called new skin. It's the same price as a Band-Aid. You paint it right on. It's got the antiseptic in there. It forms a clear healing bandage you on your arm. And it's absolutely amazing. But my favorite part of that whole story, the reason I said it, is because it's the first negative I've heard of a, about a fire pit. Yeah. People right. love fire, love fire pits. I don't like fire pits. I anymore. hate fire pits. I don't understand them, but people love fire pits, and that's a negative. You can set a, yourself on fire. I had right a fake there. beard on. It's lucky that the beard didn't catch on fire. I was wearing. A, I was oh going as God. Richie Tenenbaum. If you know who that is, yeah, that from is the Royal Ten, from, from Royal yeah, 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 yeah. He, was, he was a Luke Wilson character, right. the tennis player that was in love with. That's right. So my girlfriend was Gwyneth Margot Tenenbaum, right? And we, I was Richie Tenenbaum. He was was he the guy? With yeah, the, with the headband was me. Oh my God, that's Neil's brother. That's, Neil's brother is that guy. Yeah. I walked around with a tennis right, had the headband on, that's had the whole sport. Yeah, no one knew who we were. No one naturally. Awesome, Vic. Thank you so much for coming in. Do Anytime, you have guys. Vic at Vic Henley or www.vichenley.com and look for his dates and Vic is. Please come back and tell us. Yeah, we got we got stuff we didn't get to. All right, thanks. Bye. We'll see you guys next week.